0: I'm really excited about our next guest because we may hear about legumes and certain vegetables and certain fruits and seeds and whatnot, but we don't really know the detail of what, what they're doing, how they're benefiting our bodies. And I am delighted to tell you that there is a book filled with so much of that information, and it's all in one book. So if you want to be looking at healthy eating and delicious eating – especially with regards to superfoods, this is the book. So I have Jane Griffiths on the show today. She's an author. She's a television producer, a writer, artist, and traveler. And of course, she played a huge role in a lot of people growing their own vegetables. All the way back, I think it was in 2009, there was Jane's Delicious Garden, then Jane's Delicious Urban Gardening, then Jane's Delicious A to Z of Herbs. I followed her books and I have loved them. And I'm so excited that she's come up with Jane's Delicious Superfoods because everyone's talking about superfoods and Jane's broken everything down in this book. So Jane, welcome and thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's lovely to be here. Hello. You oh well, it's great. I'm, I'm I'm really excited, Jane, because this is such a comprehensive book. You know, I find myself I'm very curious. So when someone says, you know, this is good, like Mecca's good, and I look it up and I I Google it and. There's, there's never one place where all the information is. And I've been going through your book and I can't wait to spend more time really going through it because with, with everything and you break it down into vegetables and fruits and grains and seeds and mushrooms and, and, and you give a history behind everything. Then you give how to use it. You throw in a recipe or two, the benefits. Why did you do this, Jane? Well, you know, I love your description
1: of it because, um, you know, a, a friend of mine, I wasn't expecting to write another book. As you say, I've written, this is my sixth book. So, wow. uh, yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of thought I would said everything I had to say. And <laughs> then I was walking with my, a friend of mine at the dogs in the park early last year and she said, she suddenly stopped me. She said, Oh, such a great idea of a book for you. And I said, what? And she said, Jane's Delicious Superfoods. And I, I, it stopped me in my tracks because I could just, I could see the whole book. Mm-hmm. And the, the roots, the roots of this book actually go way back to my first book, Jane's Delicious Garden, which, you know, when, when I started growing my own fruits and vegetables and herbs, I started learning a lot about what was good for the soil and about organic gardening and about how, how just how bad the toxic chemicals and chemical fertilizers and pesticides and all of those things are for our soil and therefore for our plants and therefore for us. But it made me start questioning what I was putting into my body. So I began questioning way back when I first started growing my own food. This was in the mid nineties. I started questioning the origins of, of my food. What, what was I putting in my body? Where was it coming from? And I started realizing just how many additives, how many preservatives, how how much nutrition is lost when you eat processed foods and it took me on a journey of going literally back to the roots of pr- starting understanding ingredients at their scratch. At, at the, from the very beginning, what are they? And on a journey of cooking as well, of, of learning how to cook from scratch, learning to make things using the original ingredients, not ones that have been processed, not ones that are the, the same, it's the same approach. All the lessons that I've learned from gardening are the same things that apply to my body, to our bodies. And, uh, and that's at the core of this book. It's, it's about, you know, a lot of these things, a lot of this information is available all over the place. It's there. It's scattered here and there. But, you know, you'll start, for example, you think, okay, now I've got to start eating more healthily. I'm going to cut out red meat. I'm going to set this. I'm going to start eating lots more fish. Fish is really healthy for me. So you start eating a whole lot of fish. But the problem is you start eating a load of tuna or salmon or something. You've heard that oily fish is good for you. However, oily fish that is a big fish that is way up the, the food chain, it started absorbing all the heavy metals as it's grown bigger, as it's grown older. Mm. So you suddenly find that, that what you're thinking is good for you is suddenly bad for you. So what I've tried to do in this book is demystify things, demystify mm. the myths and put it, as you said, it's all in one place. And, you know, this became my lockdown project. I signed the contract for this book literally about three weeks before lockdown. And, you know, for me, it was like a writer's retreat. Um, I had no distractions. So mm. that's how this book came about. I, I just wrote and wrote and wrote. And the research journeys, I mean, you, you talk about the history and and the, the anecdotes that go behind, the, the stories behind our food is so... So They they are just so fascinating and incredible. And I would spend weeks sometimes researching something and reading about it. And then I ended up only writing one page after that whole (laughs) two weeks
0: of research. But I love doing it, you know. Uh, You know, Jane, that comes across. It's like I can sense the delicious – you know, you use the word delicious, but I can sense the deliciousness that you kind of experienced – um, and then you pass on of all the stories. There's, there, it's definitely there. It's, it's, um, it's definitely felt in the book. So, so let's, let's delve into that just to give our listeners a bit of a taste. Because for seeds, for example, I mean, mm-hmm. who gives time to seeds? And yet you, you, you spent time and you said they played a really huge part in our civilization. Tell us a little bit more. Well, exactly. It was, you know,
1: before we learned, the, 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 the act of old agriculture, the, 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 development of agriculture, learning to, to plant something and then being able to harvest it was a huge change from beforehand when we would, we would just lit, we would forage, we would go out and forage, and we would go out and hunt. We didn't settle, we were nomadic, we would move around to follow where our food source was. Once we learn to cultivate, once we learn, okay, well, if this thing, this, this plant here, I can actually put it in the ground and I can nurture it and harvest it and then, and then use that harvest to make something else. That was the advent that marked the advent of our of our very civilization. It was the ability to grow our own food from seeds that enabled us to produce food further away from where we lived, which then in turn allowed us to settle and then communities grow because we didn't have to grow our own, follow our own food. We could have our food being grown elsewhere and and being moved into, into the, the places where we were living. And, you know, there are, the, the links between our food and goes even further back from that, even further back, you know, when I was talking about fish earlier, if you if you look at the development of when we started um, instead of just harvesting or, you know, foraging for nuts and berries and we started hunting and catching fish, that led to the development of Our brains, because the 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 nutrients and fish feed our brains, and it it, it, and so it led to a growth of a a development of humankind, allowed us to develop our brains and start thinking differently. It is so entwined, and then of course there are all the stories where where um, foodstuffs would become popular, so particularly spices, um, and wars would be fought, terrible, brutal, brutal stories of. you know, islands being just taken over and, and people being killed and slaughtered, all for some spices, for, for yeah. pepper, for nutmeg, or for, you know, cloves. Um and you know, these stories are all tangled in our history and, and they they're fascinating and each one is slightly different and, and it gives you new respect for for what is on your plate when you when you make a meal and you eat it.
0: Well, it speaks to mindfulness, really. I mean, as you're saying all of this, I'm thinking about mindful eating. Um, and this idea of being in the moment. So it's not just eating something, but it's really considering like who planted the seed, who, 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 you know, cultivated it, watered it, who picked it, who washed it, who put it mm-hmm. in the box, whatever it is. There's a, there's a, there's a wonderful, it's it's just a wonderful way of being present um, and and being mindful when you do things, and I just think we live in a time when everything's so fast and quick, and we're doing. Um, and that's 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 how I felt when I looked at your book, Jane. It's just mm-hmm. this mindful approach to your body, the foods, the history behind it. It really does come through, and and I I just want to say that I really have enjoyed yeah, that part you. of it.
1: Thank you. And uh, that mindfulness extends to, um also, it, it's, it's not what we eat, because a large part of this book is, is, you know, I don't want to be made out now to become, uh, the food guru of superfoods, et cetera, et cetera, um, and people now follow me as far as this is not Jane's diet, you know, I don't believe yeah. in yeah. diets, and, um we are all completely different, you know, that the, we, we, the, the, Our microbes in our in our our digestive system, um, they are each as unique as our fingerprints. We each have one that is complete that is completely unique. So we react to food differently. We respond to food differently. We 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 therefore process food slightly differently. You know the overall rules are the same, but my book encourages people to get to know what you're eating to find out using the book as a guide to, to, to map your own route to, to health using these foods and, and to think about also um, taking that food and honoring it, eating slowly, making your
0: own food to eat healthily jane 's delicious Superfood. it goes back to basics everything 's there the history and the natural way of doing things it 's such a wonderful book i, I can 't stress that enough so Jane spends some time writing about kombucha. Tell us more about this, please. Uh, kombucha has become very popular in the,
1: in the in the last well recent years, and uh, for good reason um it it 's um It's been used for For many It's basically what it is It's a fermented drink And that's what the benefits are Is the The fermenting Fermenting is very Very healthy for us Because Fermented foods Drinks Feed those Microorganisms And there's a a whole colony of them in our in our guts um and you say, you mentioned a family and it's quite funny because yes, it describes it quite well and and as in any family, there will be conflict, so you'll have you have there's basically a war going on in our guts you have <laughs> the beneficial microorganisms, but you also have the bad ones and luckily for us the the good ones are winning because otherwise I, we would have been as humans we would have been wiped out by now uh mm-hmm. but it's it's good for us to keep those good ones winning we want to keep the good ones having the upper hand and unfortunately with the use of antibiotics uh stress um eating habits lifestyle etc etc it gives those give the the advantage to the bad guys and that's when you land up having the 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 black sheep of the family winning the war um so to to keep the good guys breeding and happy and, and, um, feeding them, that's where fermented foods come in. And that's where something like kombucha comes in. Um, it's, it's basically uh, fermented, uh, using black tea and sugar because the yeasts feed on sugar. So don't worry about drink that you're going to, oh, I can't take sugar. The yeasts gobble all the sugar up and they process it and they turn it into this wonderful fizzy, Tasting drink that is relatively very easy to make once you get the hang of it once you know what to do, and it uses what's called a SCOBY, which is a, a culture. Uh, it's actually the, the initials a symbiotic culture of uh, be, bacteria and yeast SCOBY, and um, you you use that you 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 feed that with black tea, water and sugar. Uh, you know, black tea may use, using a cold cold black tea. And you strain off this fizzy drink. And what's great about it, what's really nice, is once you start becoming used to making your kombucha, you can start flavoring it. You can add strawberries to, you have a second ferment where you put it into another bottle. You add apples or strawberries or ginger or blueberries. You can add all sorts of herbs for flavoring and you can create your own range of really healthy, healthy drinks. And um, once you get used to it, it, I think the first time for a lot of people when they taste a, a, a kombucha, it's like, mmm, that's a bit odd. But, you know, think back to the first time you ever drank a beer. It didn't, probably didn't taste very nice. You said, mm-hmm. okay, it's an acquired taste. And it's so much healthier for you than, than so many other drinks out there. And it's, it's also, it's like a grown up drink. It's not sweet. It's, um,
0: and it's, and it is incredibly healthy for us. James has given you a little bit of a hint. I mean, in there also she spends a lot of time on turmeric and making this golden paste. And we're not going to go there because we've run out of time, but this <laughs> book is filled with it. So you get to read the history of these superfoods and, and all veggies and fruits and seeds and mushrooms everything I'll go on and on the history the benefits with some recipes with some how-tos this is it's everything is here that you ever need it's in this book and it's divine it's just divine so Jane thank you thank you you for writing the book really I'm going to spend so much time just pouring through it it is quite delicious and uh, when can people get their hands on it it's available at my online shop, which is very
1: simply www.janesdeliciousshop.co.za. And it's on special at the moment. It's on a launch special. There's 70 Rand off the recommended price. So Jane's Delicious Shop, go and find it. And, and I hope it leads
0: more and more people onto a path of, of well-being. Please, God, Jane, that's what we need. We need to go back to basics and be healthy and be mindful. Uh, Life is calling for it. So thank you so much. We appreciate your time. It's been great having you on the show. Thank you for
1: having me.